Welcome to the We Invested Podcast, where we teach you how to save and make more cash. I'm your host, Wesley Earp, and this is Season 3, Episode 5. And on this episode, we sit down with Carmen Richardson to learn more about stock options. I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's do it. All right, so today on the We Invested Podcast, we have here with us Carmen Richardson, a graduate from Barton College, accomplished college athlete. Um, commercial real estate analyst, photographer, options trader, and currently in school right now getting her MBA. Man, it's like, what aren't you doing right now? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Um, At times I feel very stretched out, but it's a part of the game. It's a part of learning. So honestly, I love it. Every day I'm never bored, that's for sure. Never bored. For sure, for sure. Thank you for coming and spend some time with us today. I know you have a lot going on, so I just jump right into it. Okay, let's do it. Yes, ma'am. So I first like started noticing um, the content in the, the post that you were putting up on Instagram about options trading. And uh, you're really, to be honest, one of the first people that I saw really talking about options trading and really diving into it yeah. and uh, just kind of putting it out there on the forefront. So, um, you know, I have to give you credit for exposing me to the option option world and option trading. But for the people that don't really know what options trading is, can you explain to them exactly what it is and how it works? Yeah, I can do that. So options is like a derivative security. Okay, so a derivative security is a, it gets the value from the value of another security. And to, in lame terms, easier terms to understand, I can buy a contract and a contract equals 100 shares. And I can there's two types of options. It's a call and there's a put. Um, a call option is stating that I believe from the knowledge that I've gained and the due diligence that I've learned that the stock will go up in price. Um, and a put option is when I believe that the stock is gonna go down in price. And so with that, that is an option. I have a contract that I can sell to another buyer and I can buy from another seller. Um, at the price that I want to. For sure, for sure. So it's basically saying that, um, you know, you have a feeling or you have a, you have research to prove that you think the stock is going one way or the other way. So you're kind of betting on that, put your money on that. Um, Absolutely. Um, definitely. It's like, what's so crazy about it is I can buy a option contract cheaper than I can the actual stock and see quicker return on my investment than what the stock market would actually give if I owned the shares. And I think that is genuinely what got me interested in options in the first place was, wow, I'm in the stock market and if like my favorite stocks were to go up $5, okay, cool, I just made $5 on one share. Right. Compared to options, I have 100 shares and I'm making money on each one of those contracts for every cent that it goes up, not every dollar. Okay. So that is what had me like, okay, I'm sold. Let me go into this. And see, that's something I didn't know myself. So you said that buying options uh, can be cheaper than buying buying the actual stock. Absolutely. So I can give you um, an example right here. I like wrote it out because I wanted to let other people understand you don't have to start off with a lot of money to get started in with options. Um, when I first started, I had 
$500, I put $250 towards just buying stocks and $250 to buy into options. Um, and there were times where I could buy an option contract for $50 and make $200. And there were times where I could go in and put $200 on an option and come out making $500 on profit. So um, for example, if I were to buy an option, which is one contract, 100 shares, and say I were to buy it for $2. So I would take that $2 and times it by 100 because that's how many shares I'm buying in that one contract. So I would pay $200 for that one contract. And say if that particular stock that I bought was Apple. Everybody knows that Apple is almost at a $500 worth per share right now. So a lot of people are like, well, how is that possible? Well, with options, it is possible because you have different strike prices, which means that these are your estimates and your suggestions on where the price can go, not so much where it is today. And that's what allows me to buy these option contracts cheaper than what the actual share, like the stock price is today. So say if that option that I bought for $200, say if it goes up $20 per share, then I would take that $20 times about 100, and then I'm at $2,000 compared to the $200 investment that I just put in. That's dope. It's That's crazy, dope. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Now that all makes sense. Yeah, so, and that's a 900% on your return of investment. Which and is so, crazy. Yeah, you don't see it that quickly. And what I tell people is that sometimes profit is profit. But I look at a lot of times the percentage of return that I get compared to just the, the dollar amount, because just to see how quickly this option contract, whether I bought a call or a put, gave me in a short amount of time, I'm like, wow, you won't, you won't see it in just the regular stock market. And trust me, I still believe firmly in the stock market. I invest in the stock market. I own shares in companies, but just the return of investment that I see in options has to allow people to make quicker money. For sure. Yeah. And that's exactly what people want nowadays. It's like everybody wants that quick money, fast money. That Quick money, fast money. They don't want to sit and hold it long term, even though long term investment has been proven to show like great returns in your money. Like back in 2000, if you would have bought uh, $20,000 worth of shares in Apple today, it would be almost $1.2 million. It's like you have to hold on to it. That's long term investment. I encourage everybody to do that too. But options gives you the ability to get in on these stocks without having to pay so much money and owning just one or two shares. For sure, for sure. So what exactly got you started trading options? Like what got you interested? Wow, uh, coronavirus. Okay. Um, so when the coronavirus hit, um, my nine to five decided, okay, we're all gonna go start working from home. And that was cool. I love the fact that I still held my job. I was not a person that suffered by losing my job, but I understood very quickly, I finally realized how important it was to have more than one income. One stream of income was not gonna cut it for me and the future family that I want to build and have. And I even learned that through watching your podcast. So I appreciate you for constantly speaking about that on your podcast about how to create more streams of income and any other additional income is income. 
So I was looking on Instagram and I was looking all through social media and reading books through Warren Buffett and all this other stuff. And I finally came across a gentleman named Todd um, Capital, that's his business. And I checked his credentials because I don't trust everybody. Um, I'm like, you know, everybody has their own thing. Some stuff can be a scam. Some stuff can be publicity stunts. But I did my due diligence on Todd. He had a phenomenal background. He used to be a financial advisor for Edward Jones. And I said, okay, I want to be able to learn from his course. And I want to be able to make my money back just in case if I didn't like it, I can say, okay, I did it and I made my money back. So I paid $97 for his course for options and stocks put together. Cause I was like, okay, let me see if he can teach me something more than what I already know about stocks. And I'm already gonna take a new piece of knowledge as far as options and I'm gonna learn from him. So I bought the course and I studied it in less than a week. And I said, okay, let me get my feet wet. So that's when I took that $250 and I started buying small contracts that were less than $50, $100. And very quickly, I said, mm, I see returns. Then I was able to get, you know, that money from Trump when they were sending out a stimulus check. I said, okay, I didn't need it. Technically, I wasn't like a, a person that was struggling that needed the money, but I said, okay, let me reinvest it. I don't want to hold on to this money. Let me make more money. So I took it and I took $1,000 and said, okay, let me start getting into the skin of the game. Because the more money that you have to invest, the more money that you'll see in your returns. So I took that $1,000 and I turned it very quickly into $3,500. And I was like, wow, couldn't believe it. I believed in Todd's course so much and I then kept researching, kept wanting to get more knowledge. And honestly, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, I wouldn't have learned this skill. I wouldn't have ever thought about creating that second and third source of income like it's been ridiculous so are you a, a like a believer in courses because i I'm, i haven't bought a course yet online but mm -hmm. i've been shopping around looking for something to buy to learn yeah, no i believe so heavily in his course that and again um i'm very big on integrity and honesty and i value that so whenever I post it, whenever I posted my wins and my losses, maybe in a week or something on my Instagram, it was because I wanted people to understand it works and you have to understand, don't hop in for the money. Hop in to understand this could be a long-term knowledge that you will always hold on to that will gain so much, you'll gain so much from it. So, um, I believed in Todd course. It has taught me a lot and I've put my family onto it now. So now I have my dad who does it and he's in love with it because he's older, he's getting ready to retire and he is like not about long-term investments anymore. He wants quicker returns. And so I've turned and helped him turn $4,500 into $9,000. And it's just crazy because he just started two months ago. That's and amazing. Yeah, so definitely I would encourage you to get the course and there are other books that I can send you that if you're a reader, yes, read it because it'll give you even more game for sure. For sure, man. So how is it trading and still having a nine to five? Like, is it tough to kind of balance the two out? 
Yeah, it was tough at first because I didn't know my strategy. That was the only thing. I didn't know what strategy I wanted to go into. Because, um, you know, the stock market is only open Monday to Friday. Right. Nine, the nine o'clock is when pre-market is, 9.30 to four. And so I was like, mm, how am I gonna learn my strategy? So I started to realize that right now where the stock market is, it's not where it will always be. Because of course, we're still in a pandemic. Of course, we have an election coming up. So we have a lot of different things. We are living in a very bearish and bullish market every other day. Like you have no idea what could happen. Um, as far as just the news, I can't emphasize enough how much the news has kind of pushed the market right now. So right now, what I do is I trade primarily Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. So if I'll buy an option contract, it's kind of like Friday before the bell, leading me into Monday, because Monday has always so far been very green. And so I'm seeing the profits from Friday going into a new week on Monday. And when I sell those and I take profit, then I notice, okay, here comes Tuesday. Sometimes Tuesdays aren't the best days, but the reason why I like to invest on Tuesdays is because I get to do a put option. And a put option is when I know that the stock market is more than likely gonna go down. So Tuesday to Wednesday, the stuff that I buy on Tuesday saying, you know, I think the stock market is gonna go down. I sell those contracts on Wednesdays and I'm seeing more profit. And then I'm out of the game. I just kind of sit back and watch because you hold on. Like, I'm again, I hold on to my profits. I hold on to cash because having liquidity, oh, you can't beat having money in your account just sitting there waiting to throw the dice on the next portion or the next option that will make you money. So technically, Monday, Tuesdays, and Fridays. And the best part about options is that you can set stop losses. Okay, so what that means is when I buy a contract, I can set it to if this stock were to go down, even though I thought it would go up, I don't lose a certain percentage of my investment. So if it if I lost 15% of my investment, it would automatically sell it because that's my stock loss. I don't lose between 15 to 20% of my investment because that's what I didn't plan to see. So that saves people in the long run compared to losing all of their investment that they put into it. So I kind of sit back and I don't have to watch the stock market every single day like some traders have to, because I do know some traders are glued to a computer a lot. Right, it's, and that's like really good to hear. Um, it's like really refreshing to hear that because that's what kind of steered me away from um, trading options. I thought I just had to be on the computer all day or like, Right. Yeah, you know, studying the markets all day, which I like looking at stocks, but don't have not to all the time. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I understand. I'm not that way either because I do have a nine to five job. I do have other responsibilities. And so when I create these stop losses, it really does save me a lot. Um, and then not only that, but if you were to invest a hundred dollars, right, on a contract and you didn't put a stop loss, the most you could lose on that investment is $100. You're not gonna lose more money than what you spend. So I tell people a lot, when you get ready to invest in options trading, understand your risk. What are you okay with losing? Don't ever invest in options if it's your rent money, if it's your car payment, don't do that. 
invest in money that you have to turn into more profit. And if you were to have a few losses, which every option trader has had losses, you're going to be able to recover back because you learn from those losses. It's not technically a loss completely. You might have lost a few dollars, but you learned about how you can do better on the next option and what you did wrong on that contract that lost you money. So I tell a lot of people don't invest money that you're not willing to lose. Okay. Okay. So it's all about basically that, that risk threshold and, and what people feel comfortable with and what they really can afford. Yes. So, and I can be open and transparent. Like I am okay with losing a thousand dollars on one contract. That's not going to deter me from paying my rent. That's not going to deter me from paying anything that I need to pay off. If I had any emergencies, I could feel comfortable losing a thousand dollars and learning how to make it back. Um, and that's my risk threshold. I don't risk more than, yeah, I don't, I'm okay with losing a thousand. Once we get past a thousand, I'm like, ooh, that's a risky bit of, ooh, I don't know if I can do that yet. Not completely there yet. Okay, so I have to be honest with you. Like, one of the things that caught my eye was the gains and the profit that you were posting. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I, would, I would see you on some days post like a $600 day or, Two hundred dollars in fifteen minutes. So, um, what do your what do your earnings look like? Not trying to get too personal. Not trying to yeah, like. Yeah, no. Again, total transparency. I'm very honest and open with a lot of people. So I started um, completely January, February, March is when coronavirus hit. I around the end of March slash April is when I bought the course and then hopped in the skin of the game. I told you I started with. 250, then we got the aid that was about, so I started off with about $1,200, $1,300 worth. So I've turned $1,300 almost today to $9,500. And I've only lost two grand. That's crazy, that's amazing. Yeah, and it doesn't all come overnight. It really doesn't come overnight because I learned smaller options. Again, profit is profit. If I, there's been times that I've only seen $20, $50 on a contract, but I'm completely fine with that. Why? Because I just made $20, $50 more than what I just had yesterday. Um, because open and honestly, there's a lot of nine to five jobs that don't pay more than $7.25 or $10 an hour for a lot of people. Now, if you're in the business world, I'm hoping that you like, if you're in a career field, I'm hoping that you make more than that. But I don't know everyone's situation. So I can openly and honestly say there's been days where I made more money in a contract than what I get paid on my everyday job for one day. So, I mean, honestly and truly, I've seen great successes. I have seen losses. Like I said, I've lost $2,000 worth, but I've learned so much more from that 2000 than I did anything else. So my goal is by the end of December, to be up about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars worth. That's hard, man. That's hard. So, is it tough or is it difficult, like, not to try to go for too much profit, like, not to try to get greedy? And, and, yeah, that is a big, big thing that um, I try and also remind myself because you see this profit and you see it taking off. For example. Friday was a great day for anyone in the options trading community who had purchased Apple. If you purchase Apple on Friday in a contract, 
you probably were seeing gains between 50% all the way to 330% in return on your investment. Um, so honestly and truly, my threshold is, well, when I first started, if I saw profit between 15 to 20% return on my original investment, I was selling the contract because I didn't want to get too greedy because just as soon as you see all that profit, the longer you hold on to it, you are risking the fact of losing that profit and then starting to eat at your original investment. So I truly encourage people do not trade off of greed either. When you trade off of greed, you lose money. When you trade off of fear, that's when you appreciate your profits. So honestly, um, now that I have become more comfortable in my trades, I sell between 50 to 100% of return on investment. If I know a stock like Apple on Friday, I did sell a contract for 330% return on investment in one day. So, and I originally, and I can pull it up just to quote you, because again, I'm all about transparency, which was super crazy. 330%, bro, this is insane. In one day. Yeah. Um. So I had bought the contract. I had a very strong feeling um, I had already done my due diligence. It was just waiting on the time that it would happen. And the reason why I say this, Apple and Tesla right now are two of the biggest companies in the world and they're talking about them more because they decided to do the stock split. When they talked about the stock split, their stock skyrocketed. Why? Because investors are trying to buy more of their stocks, but also because as they increase their stock price now, when they do the stock split, they're not as cheap as people would, you know, think that they will be. Now, I'm just waiting for Amazon to do a stock split because I'll be happy to buy plenty of shares in Amazon. But while Tesla and Apple are doing that, Tesla is almost at $2,100 a share. Not too many new beginner investors can buy just one share. So honestly and truly, when they were going up, when they do the stock split, they're then going to go to $500 or $600 a share compared to $2,100. So it makes it easier. So based off of that news with Tesla and Apple, and they're, they're splitting this upcoming week, I knew that their price would go up before the stock split. So I bought a contract Thursday evening or like afternoon right before the bell rung, and I paid... $220 for it. And I sold it the next day for $770. So it's truly, when you do your due diligence and you understand just, again, the news is a big factor to the stock market. And I use Yahoo Finance. I use Market Watch. I use Earnings Whisper because I began investing off of earnings you know, riding the wave as the earnings get ready to come up and then selling right before before the earnings actually announced. Um, so genuinely, Friday was a great day for anybody that was in Apple. And I believe it was Thursday. Anybody who was in Tesla also saw great gains. I have someone that's in my community group who put $660 in on Tesla on the 12th and sold it six days later for $14,460. Wow. Yeah. So honestly, 
And what I tell a lot of people is that you, there's different types of option traders. There's um, scalpers. Scalpers are people who get into the trade and sell it within 15 to 20 minutes and they make profit of $50 to $100, $200, just kind of depending on how fast the stock is going up. And then there's day traders. They buy it, they sell it the same day. There's people who hold on to it for a week. And that's kind of what I do. I buy contracts. That's another thing about options. You get to set the expiration date. In my honest opinion, time is always on your side. I buy contracts two weeks out to almost three months out. And there are some long-term investors in options who people buy contracts five months to a year out because they believe that the stock is gonna reach that price by a certain time. And they just ride the wave of going through the motions of when it's up and down. Don't trade off of emotions either because then that's when you can lose your investment as well. For sure, man, emotional trading and emotional investing and selling too early and getting scared and being fearful can kill like your portfolio, can kill your money, can kill everything. So absolutely, yeah, I definitely agree. But I heard you hit on a community group. So mm-hmm. just wanted to ask like, how important is a good team or, or building that team? How important is team for you and what you do? Oh man, coming from a sports background, you should know me by now that a team is, I can't do anything without a team. Me, there is no I in team. Um, I genuinely would not have learned what I've learned if it wasn't for Todd, as far as just the information that he gave me. And then it took my own due diligence and my own self of thinking, okay, who else does this? Who can I reach out to? Who can I ask questions to? Because there's people who have been doing this all of their lives, or they've been doing it since the beginning of their twenties and now they're 30, 40, and I'm only 24 years old and I want to be retired by a certain age. I set certain goals. So let me ask these people how they got there because I'm going to get there too. Um, So genuinely the community group has been amazing to reach out to. Um, Again, you can't put a price on like value of knowledge, um, which is why I'm getting my master's now because I want to be able to encourage and help people with their financial goals um ultimately i want to teach people how to do options trading how to better themselves financially how to retire when you want to retire how to have more than one stream of income because it's super important to do that that's awesome man that's awesome so i heard you say something about stop limits and i know i'm kind of backtracking a little bit but oh, you're fine. um when you spoke on stop limits does that kind of make would you consider um trading options to be like a passive a passive thing can you set it up to be passive or is everything active and manual like you have to kind of be so you can set it up um so there's different platforms um so i as a beginning option trader i started out on Robinhood because their platform was so easy to understand and so now but with Robinhood, I will say this, I like Robinhood and there's things I don't like about Robinhood. You'll learn um, as you choose whichever platform that you wanna go through, um, what benefits and cons that they can um, offer. But they had such an easy platform for me to understand in the beginning of me option trading that 
Um, I could set stop losses. I could control, I could even set limit prices of where I wanted to sell when it reached that price. So, and like I said, I do a lot of, I love math in general. So when I get ready to invest into um, an option trade and I put the money in, I already want to see where would I be at 15 to 20% or 50 to 100% in my investment. And so once I put that number in, sell it at $5.65. And then of course you times that by a hundred, that's $565. As soon as it reaches that price, it sells it. So again, a lot of times nine to five people, uh, the only time you struggle when you're working a full-time job and doing options is when you can't catch the quick raise of, you know, money going up for certain companies because say you're not paying attention to it, but that's fine. You don't have to be on every single trade, every single company. You just kind of have to set your stop losses, set your price to where you want to sell it for as far as your profit, and then let your money and your knowledge do the work for you. For sure. Mm -hmm. So thank you for that transparency, man, and just being upfront and letting people know kind of what to expect. Yeah. But are there any like other pitfalls or mistakes or things that um, you wish you could have avoided or things that you even learned from to help like a future trader? Maybe. Yeah. Cool. So honestly and truly some of the losses that I took um, since I've been into option tradings was based off of not understanding the Greeks. And so I need to speak on that because that's a very big thing with option tradings and you'll learn it through your course, like the course that I learned it from through Todd, which is, it's on my Instagram page, but any person that you learn option trading from, you have to understand the Greeks. Um, the Greeks is what allows you to determine how much money you'll make on the option, how much you could lose on an option. It genuinely gives you a breakdown of what to expect when you get into a contract. So there's several things that you have to look at before you just genuinely say, okay, I want one contract or five contracts of this at $200. Um, you have to look at the Delta, the Gamma, the Theta, the Vega, and the Rho. Um, and some of the bigger contracts that I hopped into that I lost money on, I wasn't paying attention to those Deltas, like the Greeks. And if you don't pay attention to those, that can cause you to lose money. Because um, some companies in like they're more like volatile than other companies so like a tesla a amazon these companies can go up 100 200 a day but they can also go down 75 a day so if you don't pay attention to the greeks then you can lose a lot of money um so delta and i can touch on this just a tad bit but a delta allows you to see how much money your contract will be worth every dollar that your that the stock goes up right and the theta is the like we call it the killer because that theta that can kill your contract it eats at your investment every single day that the stock that you're holding on to that contract right that's why i say um you get to choose your expiration time is always on your side always so the theta, as long as it's lower than your delta, which is the rule of thumb, that's the number one rule of thumb when you get into option trading, that you want your delta to be higher than your uh, theta. So when you look into those contracts, make sure 
that your theta is lower because it doesn't eat at your contract all the time every day. It's not that much. And then you can sell it for more profit because your delta is higher. Um, so honestly, if you don't understand the Greeks, do not hop into a contract because that will cause you to learn to lose money and you don't want to lose money. You want to win big. I want everybody to win big in option trading because I've won and I'm still seeing good gains off of things. So pay attention to the Greeks. For sure. So as an options trader and as an entrepreneur, like mm -hmm. how do you personally define success? Success is to me, you're pushing past the boundary of comfort. Um, I don't like to be comfortable in all situations because then I'm complacent. Um, I like to be uncomfortable. I like to push my mind past limitations because that's how I know I'm learning and gaining the knowledge that I need to be a successful individual and a, a successful person to society. Um, a lot of things that I have learned has come from my postgraduate, like graduating from college and even with getting my master's right now, there are things that I was not taught in getting a higher education that I had to teach myself. And that was the stock market, credit, certain things that I was not taught in college, which of course you would think you would be taught. I had to teach myself. And so pushing the boundaries of being in that comfortable stage is what keeps me successful. Not staying complacent is super big for me and what I equivalent success as. For sure. So since starting options trading and, um, you know, just starting your entrepreneurship journey, like what's been some of your favorite, uh, favorite moments or favorite things about it? Oh, my favorite thing about it has been able to show people, my loved ones, my friends, like how this has been such a great journey for me and how I want them to experience it too. Um, one thing about me is I want others to eat too. You know, you want your family and your friends to eat and see success just like you, especially if it works for you. So my greatest success has been able to show my family, my friends, what I've been doing and to teach them and to allow them to eat too. When I hear my dad give me a call and say, oh, I'm up a certain amount of money or I got my other friends calling me like, yo, teach me because I want to get like how, where you at? You making quick money, you learning new things, teach me because I want to learn it too. That's the best part about this entire experience with option trading. For sure, man, and, and getting to help your people out and that's always like a, a great feeling. Right. So it seems like you kind of have a joy in teaching people and, and helping others. Yes. And, uh, I know before we started recording, we were kind of talking about some of your future plans and, and, and projects. And I don't want to, I don't want you to give everything away, but if you would like to kind of touch on that topic a little bit and just let people know, um, you know, what they have to look forward to and exactly how uh, you can bring, you can and will bring value to them. Yeah, so, and I appreciate you allowing me the platform to do that and to speak about it and just opening this conversation in general, I thank you for it, but honestly and truly where we come from, which is Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, um, we've seen a lot of lows and highs as far as just the city itself. Um, and a lot of people try and make it out of Rocky Mountain, um, but you can stay right there in Rocky Mountain and be successful.
And I've learned that just as much as well. Um, your roots are your roots. And so what's in store is the fact that I'm trying to teach people, um, especially the black community, how to further your finances into retirement. So I'm creating a course right now based off of Roth IRA, um, not just a 401k. A lot of people only know a 401k because yes, your employer, some employers, not all, they do a match. But with a Roth IRA, and I'll hint on this just a tad, you are able to invest in stocks, index funds, ETFs, all these different things within that Roth IRA that accumulates wealth and growth over the years as you approach retirement. And that's how a lot of people are able to retire early because they're putting a certain amount of money into this Roth IRA and letting it do the building for you. Um, secondly, I'm creating a course so people can understand index funds and how you can also create more wealth than just buying stocks itself. Because again, not everybody has tens of thousands of dollars laying around to buy a whole bunch of shares into a company. Um, so definitely an index fund kind of groups all of these just stocks that you want to have into one. So it allows you to, again, accumulate uh, wealth and growth very quickly compared to just buying a few shares in one company. Um, third, I am also going to be creating a course based off of credit. Um, I did not know how important credit was in college until after I got out and I was trying to purchase my first apartment or to be able to lease my first apartment. And the woman said, oh, okay, well, you need a guarantor. And when she said that, I didn't really genuinely understand what that meant. And I didn't like that feeling of still having to be codependent of my parents. Um, because of course, when you get out of college, you want to be independent. You're trying to learn how to be an adult. And I didn't understand that my credit needed to be a certain, at a certain number to be able to be on my own. So genuinely, I'm trying to teach people, yes, having money is great. Like, of course, everybody wants to accumulate wealth, but credit honestly is king. It runs everything that you do, whether you want a car, a house, a loan, anything, interest rates, credit is what you need to have. And a lot of people don't understand what to do to accumulate a great credit score. So I want to be able to teach people about credit as well. So that is what is coming and it's coming very, very soon because people need to know this knowledge now. And even if you're late in the game, you know, some people think you have a timeline, which you don't, you can start really soon and change your life in less than a year because I've done it. So I'm a testament to that. For sure, man. And that's amazing to hear. And it just sounds like, you're um, ready to help people get a, a total financial makeover. You know, yes. the credit right, helping them understand how to build wealth through uh, options trading and, and, and investing. So, man, I'm excited and I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And I can't wait to continue to bring this to people's attention and to bring you along on this journey with me. Uh, we've been friends for a good minute now and watching your success and your growth allows me to continue to want to chase my success too. Um, when you get around people that have that same mindset of wanting to be successful, you want to put yourself out there and you want to be around these people. So definitely real estate has been great to me, but I want other people around me in my circle and even not in my circle to, to eat and be successful. So it's time that we change the game and teach people, especially the black community, how to reach those games because the 1% shouldn't just be 
you know, white people. It should be everybody. It should be all types of people. So I definitely want us to get there and we will. That's dope, man. That's dope. Okay, man. So before we wrap it up, man, I, I like to play a question game. I like to ask a few fun questions at the end of each interview. Is that okay? Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yes, ma'am. So we'll jump right into it. Where's your favorite place to travel? Uh, so at 24 years old, I'm going to be honest with you, I've traveled a few states just because of basketball itself. But to go in for fun, I really haven't gone all the places that I want to go. Mm -hmm. um, but I will say I have been to Paris. That was my first ever trip outside the country. And so I'm going to have to say Paris. Paris was beautiful. Um, the food was fire. Yeah. Um, the coffee was different. You know, I wanted to start speaking French and everything because just the environment was different. So definitely I would have to say Paris. That's dope. So what song explains or represents your life the most? Ooh, what song? Uh, let me go through my little, my everyday hits that I have to listen to to get me right. Um, especially today. Oh boy, why you ask me this question? I listen to music all the time, so that's not helpful either. Yeah, you gotta pick one. Honestly, I've been really kind of hit to Rod Wave, so I would have to say Rags to Riches. Okay. That is my everyday bop that I have to listen to when I get my day started. For sure. All right, last question. What's an amazing thing that you did that no one was around to see? Uh, when I successfully was able to build, uh, see, a lot of people don't understand this. I, I'm very multi-talented. So uh -huh. um, I went and built and put together an entire shelf for my house that I am currently living in. So a lot of people don't understand that I, I can be into construction too. So look out for that as well. Construction. Yeah, the jack of all trades, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to learn how to be good at more than one thing, that's for sure. That's a fact, man. And look, can you let the people know where they can find you on social media or the internet or wherever? Yeah, so of course, um I'm on Instagram most of anything. If you want to look me up, look at lucky carm underscore three. Um pretty much like Lucky Charm, but it's Carm, C-A-R-M underscore three. That is the name for me on all social media platforms um, as far as Twitter. Um, if you go on Facebook, just look me up, Carmen Richardson. And then of course, LinkedIn, that is my best way to network with a lot of business like-minded people. Just look me up on my first and last name and that's C-A-R-M-E-N, not A-N. A lot of people get that confused, but it's Carmen. For sure. Hey, man, look, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with me, man. Look, I got, I learned so much from this interview myself. And look, as soon as, as soon as I start recording, I'm going to have to tap in and, and, and see what we can do about these 330. Tap, tap in and it's never too late to tap in, but also don't let the time pass you by after you've seen more people eat that you couldn't be eating too. So definitely tap in. I'm here at any time you need help have questions. I'm also consulting with a lot of people who are buying the options course. 
that need help or better understanding because not everybody understands the stock market and which I completely understand that. So if you need help at any time, please don't hesitate to reach out to me because I am helping people do that as well. For sure, man. Thank you so much, Carmen. I appreciate you, Eric. All right.